Welcome to the Henderson County Performing Arts Center, or as we say, Hickpack Radio Hour. Since you can't come see us right now, we're bringing Hickpack to you on KLBQ 94.5 FM and 1410 AM. Tonight's show is dedicated to the memory of Dennis Gilmore, Hickpack Executive Director Emeritus, who passed away in January. Dennis was the heart and soul of Hickpack, and our hearts are broken. More on Dennis Gilmore during the intermission. But first tonight, enjoy an original Hickpack play written written by Steve Leach, a sidewinding western comedy entitled For the Love of an Outlaw, starring John Wilson as Francis Dowd, Cameron Griffiths as Ornery Ted Waverly, Amy Hickman as Sadie Brewster, Fran Bardwell as Maud Dowd, Mary McCreary as Flossie, Jim Ogburn as Pa Dowd and Sheriff Brewster, and narrated by Gordon Mayhall. This production was recorded live with safe social distancing at the Henderson County Performing Arts Center. And remember, you can stream this as well as all our radio plays on our Hickpack podcast right after this broadcast. Just search Hickpack or Henderson County Performing Arts Center wherever you get your podcasts. And now, for the love of an outlaw. It's 1872 in Red Branch, a little town that's grown up on the edge of the sprawling deserts of far west Texas. Sadie Brewster is the prettiest gal in town, and Francis Dowd has had his eye on her ever since they were classmates and playmates, when everything seemed simple and heading in one natural direction. They've gotten older now. Things have become a little less simple. Francis had always just assumed he'd wind up with his one true, lifelong love, Sadie. They pulled up in his wagon at the front of his house. Sadie can tell there's something on his mind. Francis, how come you're chewing on your horse's tail? What? (laughs) Dang. I reckon I'm a little nervous. Nervous? About what? Sadie. Sadie. What, Francis? What? Sadie, will you marry me? Francis? Uh, Francis. What? Now you're doing it. Sorry. I can't marry you. You can't? Why not? Don't you love me? Sure I do. You do? I love you like a brother. Oh, that ain't no good. You know I'm going to be marrying Ted Waverly next June. So I heard. Ornery Ted Waverly. Well, I just don't understand how you could get mixed up with a rotten fella like that. Oh, he's not so bad. He's misunderstood. Misunderstood? He and his gang robbed every bank in these parts, some of them twice, and killed anyone who got in their way. But aside from that, he ain't so bad. But what would your pa think, him being sheriff of Red Branch and all? No, I don't give a hoot about what my daddy or my mama think. I love him. Hmm. Like a brother? No, the other way. Oh, don't say that, Sadie. But it's true. I reckon I've always gone for the bad boys. Yeah, well, if you think I ain't a bad fella, you really don't know Francis Dowd. Oh, Francis, you're a mama's boy. Am not. Or so. And that's okay. Find yourself a sweet gal to marry up with. I don't want no sweet gal. I want you. Hey! Well, you know what I mean. And if it's a bad guy you want, well, that's what I'll be. I've been thinking about this a whole bunch. I heard tell there's an opening just come up in the Waverly gang. Loathsome Jack got stung by a hornet and croaked. No one even know he had an allergy to that. So 
Now Henri Tez looking for someone to take Jack's place in the gang. And I aim to apply. <laughs> but Francis, you can't just waltz in there and say, I'm your man. Let me join up and be a partner in your crimes. <laughs> They'll run you right out of there. Oh, now I can do it, Sadie. I know I can. I'll join up be as bad as any of them. Bad as Henri Ted himself. Worse. And then I'll take over the Waverly Gang. You'll see, and then you'll love me, and not like no brother. Oh, don't you believe in me? Of course I do, but I don't want to see you get disappointed. Or worse, they might shoot you dead for even just showing up. Oh, they won't do that, Sadie. I have a connection. Henri Ted's sister Alice has always been kind of sweet on me. I done got her to set me up an appointment with her brother. But the Waverleys do a lot of killing and mangling. They'll expect experience. You never done any killing and maiming. Oh, sure I have. Well, no killing, but I done my share of maiming. Well, I don't recall any. Name me just one person you maimed. Well, there's that feller Sam Tolliver over at the dance hall in Smelly Creek. The one trying to make time with my cousin Margaret June. I maimed him pretty good. Didn't you just kick him in the shin? Why, that sure ain't maiming. Well, I kicked him real hard. Why, Sam Tolliver had a limp the rest of the night, and he quit meddling with Margaret June. Francis, you know good and well Margaret June ended up marrying Sam Tolliver. They got three kids now. Oh, don't remind me. I may get a mind to do some more maiming. Anyway, I don't care about that foolish cousin of mine no more. I already done called on Alice Waverly and got her to get me in to see Henri Ted. Well, say she really does get you in. You're still going to have to prove yourself. You're going to have to know how to shoot real good. Well, I've been practicing my shooting. Practicing? Where you been practicing? Your ma would never let you shoot off a gun around your house. She would, so. Besides, I ain't been firing my gun with it loaded. Well, what good is practicing that way? Well, I'm getting real good at getting my pistol out of the holster and even better at pointing it right at what I'm shooting at and pulling the trigger quicker than you can say juniper blossom. I still don't think you know what you'd be getting into. And anyways, I don't think they're going to want a gang member whose name is Francis. Well, I thought about that too. and I've been trying out some good outlaw names. Like what? Okay, what about Two-Eyed Frank? Two-Eyed Frank? Why'd you pick that dumb name? Well, Frank's short for Francis, and it sounds tougher. Okay, but what about that two-eyed part? Well, there's already a feller in the Buchanan gang using the name One-Eyed Frank, so Two-Eyed Frank kind of plays off that. Anyways, I got two eyes. Me too, and they're looking at a dang fool. Francis? Francis? Out here, Ma. What you doing lollygagging out here for? You're supposed to be down at your pa's store getting her ready for business. Well, I ain't going today. You ain't going? What do you mean you ain't going? Pa's going to have to open her up himself because I got something else I got to do today. What is it you're wanting to do that's so all fired important you can't help your pa at the feed and fertilizer store? That place stinks. I'm going to join the Waverly Gang. <laughs> the Waverly Gang? <laughs> the craziest thing I ever heard of. You ain't no outlaw, Francis, and you never will be. Sadie, you ain't gonna let him do that, are you? 
It's not any of my concern, Mrs. Dowd, but I don't think there's any way Francis is going to follow through on it. I am too. You just watch me. I'm going over there right now to see Henri Ted Waverly and join up with his gang. Don't be a fool, Francis. And don't get yourself killed, son. You got chores to do before nightfall. Next time you see me, I'll be two-eyed Frank of the Waverly gang. And sure enough, Francis Dowd summoned up all of his courage and marched right over to Ornery Ted Waverly's secret hideout, determined to become a member and eventually take over the dreaded Waverly gang. He knew this was the only way he could make his one true love, Sadie Brewster, see that he was the one who was meant to be her loving husband and not Ornery Ted. I'm here to see Ornery Ted Waverly. Is Mr. Waverly expecting you? Why, yes, ma'am, he is. I got me an appointment. Hmm. And you are? I'm Francis uh, Two-Eyed Frank Dowd. Two-Eyed Frank, huh? Oh, yes. Alice talked to me about you. Well, pleased to meet you. I'm Flossie, and nobody gets to Ted without getting through me. And I'm afraid Mr. Waverly's running a little over with a previous appointment. So we may need to reschedule. Oh, Alice said 10 o'clock. It's straight up 10 right now. And I mean to see Henri Ted. All right now. Don't get your long johns in a twist. I know you want to see him. But I can't disturb him while he's in another appointment. Oh. Okay, I think he may be able to see you now. Uh, Mr. Waverly, your 10 o'clock is here. Okay, thank you, Flossie. I'll be right there. Got to move a b- <clears throat> Some furniture out of the way. Oh, maybe I'll just come back another time. Sorry about that. Had to do a little, uh, rearranging of the set tea. Who have we here, Flossie? This here's Francis. Two-eyed Frank. Uh, yes, uh, Two-Eyed Frank. He had an appointment. Oh, yes, right. Come on back, Two-Eyed Frank. Well, I can reschedule if that'd be better. Nope. Now would be just fine. Well, or we could just meet out here if and you want. No, no. Let's go on back to my office. It's more private. Have a seat. Oh, wait, wait. Not in that chair. Sorry, I carelessly spilled some, uh, some beet juice there a little earlier and didn't get it cleaned up yet. Just sit on over here by the desk. Oh, well, all right. What's that I smell? Kind of sweet, like lilac blossoms. Oh, that's just my fancy French cologne. Outlaws got a bad enough reputation. They don't have to smell disgusting, too. Well, it's mighty nice. Why, thank you. So, you're interested in coming aboard the Waverly Gang in old Loathsome Jack's place, are you? Yes, sir. Now, ain't you a dowd? Son of the feller owns that feed and fertilizer store down on Main Street? Well, Henri Ted, I am a dowd, but I ain't working at my old man's smelly store no more. And I'm aiming to get into another line of work as a gunfighter. That is a switch. And I heard about you losing one of your gang. <sighs> yeah, 
Too bad about Jack. He was tough as a turkey buzzard. Once fought off nine members of the Claterman gang single-handed. No, oh, the Clatermans? They're wild men. Yep, and Jack killed four, tore up two, and sent the others off running and crying. Wow. That's why they called him Loathsome Jack. And then Big Bad Loathsome Jack was brought down by a little old hornet. <laughs> funny. <laughs> yeah, a yeah, little old hornet. <laughs> but it ain't funny. Oh, no, sir. Because Loathsome Jack was the Waverly Gang's all-round best bad man. Except in me, of course. Well, what about the other Waverleys? Your brothers? All dead, sorry to say. All of them? Well, I hadn't heard. Sinister Ben Waverly? Dead. Got drunk and got himself chewed up in a combine accident. Vengeful oh. Al Waverly? Dead, too. Ain't some tainted mushrooms over at Trudy's Cafe. Oh. Even awful Tom Waverly? Even awful Tom. Sorry to see him go. Knife wound. Oh, from one of the Buchanan gang, I bet you. Nah. Awful Tom was making chicken casserole for the boys and cut his finger off and it got infected. Oh, that's a shame. Sure is. I still got Randy the kid, but, well, he's almost 70 years old. And terrible Stan Pruitt, but he ain't as terrible as he used to be. And the others, well, they're all loyal, but I think their morale is slipping. Same old, same old robbing and killing, you know? So, you see, I could use me a good bad man. A bad man who's good at, uh, being bad. You know what I mean. Yep, I do. And I'm a mighty good bad man, raring to go. How are you with handling a gun? Oh, mighty good. Had a lot of practice. You got a gun? Yep. Oops. What in the heck are you doing? Well, I got my gun in my holster on the right side, but I draw with my left hand. What in the hell for? Fool them. To get the drop on everybody with my quick draw. <laughs> Looks like you only got the drop on your gun. Well, never mind. See that white spotted cow there? Cow? Not in here. Look out the window. Oh, yeah, I see a way off yonder. Here's my gun. You want me to shoot that cow? I want you to shoot the cowbell around her neck. Reckon you can do that? Oh, why, sure, no problem. But it ain't fitting to use another man's gun. You got my permission. Now, let me hear some cowbell. All right, you got it. You done it. I did. I did. Welcome to the Waverly Gang, Two-Eyed Frank. As we mentioned at the top of the show, Dennis Gilmore, past executive director and executive director emeritus of Henderson County Performing Arts Center, passed away in January. I'd like to read this tribute that was written by Marcia Colbert, and I think it really says everything that anybody could say. Athens has lost one of its finest. Dennis Gilmore, Executive Director Emeritus of the Henderson County Performing Arts Center, 
passed away in late January, leaving a legacy not only of Athens' little theater, but also the hundreds of people who passed through its doors. The tributes to Dennis have been pouring in from former actors, backstage workers, and patrons expressing their love and gratitude for his impact on their lives. Because of Dennis Gilmore, Hickpack has been in continuous operation for 57 years. It took a pandemic to make its stage lights go dark, but only temporarily. Hickpack was Dennis's great joy and the life work he was meant to do. He was constantly directing, teasing, counseling, listening, hugging, encouraging, challenging, and loving everyone, while in the background he was also constantly raising money to keep the heart of the theater beating. He grew the theater from one corrugated tin building with two dilapidated trailers for props, costumes, and dressing rooms in green rooms to the complex it is today, and it's hard to imagine the world without him. The YES program, Youth Excellence on Stage, filled with aspiring actors from all over Henderson County and sometimes beyond, provided an outlet and a safe haven for kids who needed a place to belong and to be guided as they traversed the minefields of school, adolescence, and sometimes rocky home lives. He gave them structure, goals, guidance, and tough love, but mostly love. One of the many testaments to Dennis and the YES program is the exceptionally large number of his kids who went on to careers in the theater. But whether or not they were trotting the boards, their lives were enriched, and they went on to become confident adults. The mission statement of HICPAC is, we entertain, we educate, we change lives. Always true to the mission, Dennis did all of that and more. The lives changed would fill the theater many times over. And those lives weren't all children and teens. Adults found their way to the theater and Dennis too. Many have remarked that they were drawn to the stage, either in front or behind the curtains. And once there, they usually stayed, brought their children, and many times their grandkids. They met the same loving but demanding director and left rehearsals, costume making, and set building, or kid corralling with a sense of accomplishment they might never have known before. Dennis truly saw the theater as a community and family, a safe place where people could feel at home, make friends with people they would not have otherwise met, explore and develop unknown talents, and be part of an extended network. He felt honored that so many of the theater community considered him a second dad, brother, mentor, or friend. Of course, there was his fierce expression that made people think he hated them until it became apparent that it was a facade to protect a tender, generous heart. And he constantly pushed to make sure everyone performed to a high standard of professionalism, painful though it was sometimes. But mostly, he wanted everyone associated with community theater to have a sense of joy, fun, discovery, and personal accomplishment that remains the cornerstone of performing arts. Dennis's favorite musical was A Chorus Line, and a song from that show was What I Did for Love. It captures his essence. The lyric, The Gift Was Ours to Borrow, sums it up. Dennis was the gift we had the privilege to borrow. But as much as he did for the theater, Dennis was more to the community than just that. He applied the same passion to the larger community through years of rotary projects, arts and education in schools, and theater arts facilities at TVCC. 
Dennis loved Hickpack and took pride in the fact that the volunteer leadership made some hard choices to assure the organization would continue and thrive beyond him. If you're able to now or in the future, please consider a donation in Dennis's name to Hickpack. Nothing would honor him more. Donations in Dennis's name can be made at hickpack.org. And now, back to For the Love of an Outlaw. Well, Honorary Ted Waverly figured he'd found just the right fella to groom for his gang, and soon Two-Eyed Frank was riding right there alongside Ted, his right-hand man for some of the most terrible robberies ever in those parts. He distinguished himself with his bravery, or some might say his foolhardiness. In the FKW Railroad hijacking, Frank jumped in front of the train to cause it to run off the rails. For the robbery of the First City Bank in Defarge, Frank set himself on fire as a distraction. He became a hero to the gang and a most wanted man to Sheriff Brewster and other men of the law. Now Sadie doesn't know what to think. What's that? Sadie, let me in. Uh, oh, my, it's Francis Dowd? Sadie, let me in, quick. I am surprised to see you, Francis. Don't never call me that no more. Name's Frank. Two-eyed Frank Dowd. Golly, I, I've been reading about you in the papers, all them robins and killings and such. Your pa ain't home, is he? No, he's out hunting for you and the gang. Well, Sheriff Brewster ain't gonna catch me. There's a reward for your capture. Or killing. Reward? Huh? How much? $25. Is that all? Shoot fire. It's $100 for Ornery Ted. Well, that's no good. But I'm sure you'll have a bigger reward put on you after you've been with the Waverly Gang a while. It ain't gonna be the Waverly Gang for too much longer. I'm gonna take over for long, and then it'll be Two-Eyed Frank's evil band of hateful thieves and dangerous ruffians. Evil band? Ruffians? What? Yeah, well, I gotta work on the name, but the point is, one day, Henri Ted ain't gonna be running that outfit no more. It'll be yours truly. Ted's always giving orders, talking big, but he never does nothing. I ain't never seen you like this, Francis. Frank! Right, Frank. Well, I come to see whether you care for me now more than you care for Henri Ted Waverly. Well... Don't you see? I'm a bad man now. No mama's boy. No more chores for me, no more doubt feeding fertilizer store, neither. I'm an outlaw, living the life of reckless danger and pointless crime. And there ain't nobody I'd rather have right by my side than you. No, oh, that's sweet. But Ted Waverly's given me a ring already, and I'm pledged to be his loving wife. Oh, but I'd be a better man for you. Worse than Ted any day. Better? Worse? I'm so confused. I'm better because I'm worse. That's what you want? Oh, I love you, Sadie. What's that? Dang it, I gotta work some more on my quick draw. That's Daddy. You gotta get out of here. Sheriff Brewster, I gotta get out of here. Will you think about what I said? Go, get. I love you. Sadie? Hurry. Well, just think about it. What are you doing back here, gal? 
Nothing, Daddy. Just closing the window. It was getting a little chilly in here. Well, of course. It's 27 degrees outside. I thought I heard some talking. You didn't have Henri Ted Waverly in here, did you? No, Daddy, I'd never do that. <laughs> okay. I don't smell no fancy French cologne, so I believe you. Just remember, I done told you to stay away from that no-good outlaw varmint. I'm bound and determined to get him locked away forever and make the streets of Red Branch safe again. Don't you want that? Reckon I do. And I'll do whatever it takes, even if I have to gun down that Waverly fella. No, Daddy! You are sweet on that mangy dog, aren't you? What? Why? No, Daddy, I just think there ought to be a way to talk things out. Maybe agree to disagree? With an outlaw? I'm sheriff of this town, and I aim to uphold the law. And I aim to uphold my darling daughter's reputation. Now, you stay away from Henri Ted Waverly. I mean it. The Waverly Gang has managed to get back to their secret hideout safe and sound, all except for Mad Dog Wiley, who developed a toothache gorging on hard candy the gang stole from Barnett Confectionery. He had to be put out of his misery. Ornery Ted Waverly has called Two-Eyed Frank into his office for a little chat. Well, Two-Eyed Frank, you've been doing mighty good work out there, putting yourself in harm's way, being callous and thoughtless, an all-round exemplary employee. Why, thank you, Mr. Waverly. Please, call me Ted. All right, thank you, Ted. And you're smelling mighty nice today, like peach blossoms or something. Thank you. I've been watching the way you handle yourself, and I think you've proven you got what it takes to be a full-fledged Waverly gang member. Oh, of course I got what it takes. Getting that whole quick-draw thing figured out? Yeah, yeah, I'm working on it. You know, there's even a reward out for me. <laughs> $25. Yeah, well, you just watch. I know I'm worth a darn sight more than that. Easy there. Of course you are. That 25 was probably just a typo. Anyway, I do have plans for you. Plans? That's right. I got a job coming up that you're the perfect leader for. Leader? Over Crawfish Pete? Over Leaning Bart Avery? Yep. Over you? Even over me. Wow. Well, I can't wait to hear about it. What's the job? We's gonna knock over Dowd Feed and Fertilizer. <laughs> Dowd Feed and Fertilizer. I, I know you're just funning me. No, I ain't. Our next job is gonna be robbing your pa's place, and you're gonna be our way in. You want me to rob my own family business? I thought you wasn't a part of that business anymore. Well, I ain't, but... I... Are you chicken? No, of course not. I just, well, I don't think it'd be worth the trouble. Doubt feeding fertilizer don't hardly make no money. I think you're rolling in it. Money, not the fertilizer. Ain't much escapes my eye, Frank. For instance, 
your boots. My boots? Them's mighty fancy boots. Notice that first time I met you. Wonder how you could afford them. These old things? Well, I won them in a raffle. They may look fancy, but when you look close, workmanship is really poor. And, and that ten-gallon hat you wear, it's fancy, too. In fact, I think it's an eleven-gallon hat. And I think you could afford all them fancy duds because dowd feed and fertilizer pulls in lots of money. I still don't think it'd be such a good idea. I think maybe you're a yeller. I ain't yeller. And if it's the feed and fertilizer you're wanting to rob, why, that's what we'll do. And I'll be right in front. That's the spirit. It'll be a cinch. You know the safe's combination, right? Well, sure I do. Here's the plan. You'll be the one to get us in there. You'll start up a conversation with your old man, and while you're doing that, I'll go back and empty out that safe, and then I'll mosey out the door, easy as you please. You say goodbye to your pal. He won't turn us in, will he? No, I'll make sure of that. I'll talk to Ma. Okay, the job's tomorrow morning. Be ready. I'll be ready. And before you go, there's one more thing. Yeah? Yeah. I've been hearing rumors. You're sweet on my sweetheart, Sadie. <laughs> I don't even know no one named Sadie. Sadie Brewster, the sheriff's daughter. You know her, and I heard that you're wanting to get to know her better. That better not be true, you hear? I'm marrying that gal come June. So, don't get any smart ideas. Don't worry, I never get any smart ideas. Cause if you did get any smart ideas, I'd have to kill you. And you don't want that now, do ya? No, Henri Ted can't say as I do. Well, see you tomorrow. It's the following morning, and the operation is in motion. Two-Eyed Frank has entered the Dowd Feed and Fertilizer, determined to carry out Ornery Ted's plan as smoothly as possible. Howdy, Paul. Why? What, what in tarnation are you doing here, Francis? Don't call me Francis. Oh, right. Now use Two-Eyed Frank, the high fluting outlaw. That's right. Well, you better get on out of here before the law finds you. I didn't expect to see you in here, Francis. Well, everybody stop calling me Francis, and I didn't expect to see you here neither, Sadie. I was just picking up some odds and ends, if that's all right with you. Well, sure it is. I didn't mean to be so angry. It's okay. So, Paul, I was wanting you to show me some of them various plowing tools back there yonder behind the counter. What in tarnation for? You ain't never took no interest before. Well, I've been thinking a lot about getting back into plowing and was... Wait, what's that smell? Kind of like jasmine flower... Ted! Now what are you doing here? Oh, no one was supposed to see him. Now you done it. Shut up, Frank. Now let's do this and get it over with. Do what? We're robbing you, Paul. Gosh darn it, I thought I had that holster problem worked out. Anyway, let's just grab the money and we'll be out of your hair. 
Nobody ain't going to do no robbing here, especially my no-count fool son. No, be reasonable. No one needs to get hurt. Go on, Henri Ted. Safe's in the back. Pa, behave yourself. I sure heck will not. Now get on out of here before I call Sadie's daddy. Oh, now settle down, Pa. You'll have to make me. Oh! Shoot him, Frank. Shoot him. Shoot him? He's my Pa. Shoot him, you yeller. We got a job to finish. Yeah, but, but... Do it! Francis! Francis! Why are you pointing your gun at me, boy? I can't shoot my own pa, Henry Ted. You got a job to carry out for the Waverly Gang, Two-Eyed Frank. Well, then I quit. And don't call me Two-Eyed Frank. Name's Francis. Francis Dowd. Now get out of here before I shoot you dead. Oh, I'll go. But you better watch your back. Francis. Now come on, Sadie. Let's go. I ain't going with you, ornery Ted Waverly. What? I'm staying right here with Francis, my hero. <sighs> Fine. Oh, Sadie, did you really mean what you just said? I truly did. But I thought you liked bad fellers. Guess I got some sense knocked into me. It's you I love, good or bad. Will you marry me? I will. <laughs> well, now ain't that sweet. You love birds break it up. I got a big load of feed sacks in the back needs to be put away, so get to it, boy. Yes, Paul. Oh, Francis. Oh, Sadie. Get! Francis Dowd gave up the outlaw life and married his one true love, Sadie. She persuaded her father to give Francis a break and Sheriff Brewster and Mom Paul Dowd eventually all became proud grandparents. Francis's fatherless, wayward younger cousin, Percival, was inspired to take up the name Two-Eyed Percy and join Ornery Ted and his Waverly gang. Together, they wreaked terror across that part of the country until Ted realized that Percival was his long-lost son. They dissolved the gang and opened up Waverly and Son Fancy French Colognes down the block from Dowd's Feed and Fertilizer. And they all lived fragrantly ever after. Thanks for joining the fun in tonight's play for the love of an outlaw. Join us again at 7 p.m. on Sunday, March 28th for a comical mystery by Marsha Colbert entitled A Spoonful of Murder, starring Declan Phelan, Fran Bardwell, and Kara Davis. And remember, the Henderson County Performing Arts Center will be reopening at recommended capacity on April 30th with the stage play Dearly Beloved. Limited tickets are available now at hickpack.org. A reminder, too, that we're accepting much-needed donations for the Dennis Gilmore Memorial Fund. We lost our longtime executive director emeritus in late January, and it was his wish that those wishing to honor him donate to this fund to help revive the theater after more than a year of having to close for live shows due to COVID. You'll find details for that too at hickpack.org. Thanks again. Remember, all our radio plays are available on our podcast, and there's a link for that on our website as well. So, good night, everyone. <laughs>